we have to do a full dad episode. It's going to happen. We have to. We have to talk to him about it. My dad probably won't want to do that. We could probably call him. Yeah, right? we could do that. Do you we have do that. capabilities? You can probably just hook your phone up, right? I think so. I've never tried it, but I think with this guy, so what we pipe into the computer, I think we could do it. That's fascinating. Yeah. I don't know how 95% of this stuff works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just know what the good stuff. You That's know right. what you need. That's right. That's right. That's great. Speaking of the good stuff, oh, welcome boy. to Bearhead Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm Patrick. And I am Ryan. And uh, this is your one-stop shop for everything Jimmy Buffett. Oh, that's right. We're, you know, we're talking about uh, the changes in the latitudes and the attitudes. That's okay? right. That's right. We're talking about uh, the, the boats. We're talking about the goats. <laughs> we're talking about the throats that sing the songs we love. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. And uh, today is kind of a milestone for the podcast. This is a big one for us, guys. Uh as you know, if you've been listening, uh, we've been going through the big eight, and this is episode uh, nine, nine <laughs> where we talk about the eighth song of the big eight. That's right. That's right. We, uh, we, we, we've we gone through all of them. Should we, should we name them real quick? What are they? Let's what do, do we it. got? We got Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Cheeseburger and Cheeseburg Paradise. Paradise. Changes in the latitudes, changes in attitudes. We got Volcano. Volcano. We have Fins. Fins. We have Pirate Looks at 40. Pirate Looks at 40. And the other one. Which is what? What was the other one we Margaret, did? Come Monday. <laughs> come Monday. Come Monday. That oh. damn come Monday. Can you believe we we forgot come Monday and not changes in attitude, changes in latitude? Oh. My disdain for changes in I'm gonna latitude. I'm going to take come Monday to my grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse. Oh, and today we are covering um, a very controversial song, I will say. This is really, this is laden with controversy, this song. I, I have to say, I... I'm going to come right on and say it. This song does not deserve to be on the Big Eight. No, I don't think so either. It does uh, not deserve it. And what I will say is that the Big Eight, uh, after the research I've done, the Big Eight is not necessarily a uh, representation of the best Buffett songs. Correct. It's a representation of the most common Buffett songs, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that's, I think, the reason why this one is on there. But the one we're talking about, of course, is Why Don't We Get Drunk? <laughs> <laughs> a song that I, for the longest time, thought was 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 written much sooner than it was. It was actually written in 1973. Yeah, this is one of his early ones. One of the early ones. I thought this was a newer one for some reason. I have no idea why. Yeah, I thought this was one of the ones that he, because he got into this kind of uh, New Orleans-y parody goofy thing mm-hmm. like in the 80s, and I thought this was one of those. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is the eighth song, and this one was also written in 73, which officially says to me that there was no song in the big eight no big popular song that came out after 1979 or, or 84 or 74 70 was margaritaville 74 well, margaritaville was 77 oh you're right you're right, right yeah. and then uh 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 what was the one we uh last week we did fins fins, fins was on son of a son of a sailor right and that was volcano se- it was on volcano. volcano and that was in 79 nine. okay and then, uh yeah son of a son of a sailor was mm-hmm. uh 77 yes which is what yes uh uh, Margaritaville. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. This is from the album A White Sport Coat and A Pink Crustacean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Buffett album. Everybody's favorite Buffett album. Absolutely. The, the only accolades for this song that I could find was a quote from Billboard that said it was a jukebox favorite. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's the equivalent of a participation ribbon. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. No yeah, easy from... listening for this song. No, no nothing. Billboard just said, 
a lot of people that had jukeboxes bought this song. Well, you know what? Forget easy listening. All right, I'm. You know yeah. how pissed I am at easy listening. I know you do what, not what like it. What was dominating the charts at easy listening this week? Was it what John Tesh opening a rapper, a candy wrapper? <laughs> Who was it? Was it Paul Simon uh, yelling at someone for double parking? What What was on the easy listening chart this month? Anyways, uh, you're getting all worked up again. <laughs> Riled up, <laughs> buddy. It's five o'clock. It is five. It's five o'clock. It's five o'clock. I'll let that go. I'm you're sorry. right. Despite the fact that this song is not good. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's pretty much midnight on this song. <laughs> it really uh, is. Um, this song is. Uh, they, they call it a novelty song, right? It's yes. like it's like a parody, basically. I have a bit of a quote from Jimmy. Please, here. and I will say I'm gonna also reference. We get a lot of quotes from BuffettWorld.com. <laughs> A big the, source of the podcast. Yeah, we don't know a lot of the validity of these quotes. This is just a note. This is some note somewhere that he made of this. This song was written as a piece of total satire when I did my first album in Nashville. I was hearing a lot of very suggestive country songs, in particular Conway Twitty's Let's Go All The Way. I figured I would write a song that would leave no doubt in anybody's mind. I thought back to a late night in an Atlanta diner where I was eating and watching this out-of-focus businessman trying to pick up a hooker. That's all the inspiration I needed. <laughs> Which I respect a lot about it. It's very lighthearted. It's very fine. It's just a goofy song. It's almost like a Weird Al parody snuck into this big eight. <laughs> yes, is what it is. Why don't we get drunk? I'm trying to pull up the lyrics because... Because I was looking at them today, and there's like no lyrics, basically. Yeah, it's very, very small. It's very sparse. Let's see, what we got okay. So we <laughs> we have a verse and a chorus. We got a verse and a chorus. Can we hear some of it? Of course, you of course. It? Yeah, let me just pull Let's it give up. It a little taste, so Let's... we get you guys. Because there's no way if you're new to the world of Buffett, mm -hmm. there's no way you've heard. Why don't we get drunk and screw? No, no. <laughs> and and let, let's preface with this is supposed to be a parody. This is supposed to be a joke. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. not it. That's <laughs> Fins! That's my favorite. Oh, I'm still in Fins mood. Oh, I love Fins. Let's jump from the favorite to one of the least favorites. Let's go back to Fins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. What's crazy is that this is played at every concert. I know. It's shoehorned every time, too. It doesn't I know. fit the other tune. Appreciate you're sitting here. Your voice sounds so wonderful, but your face don't look too clear. Uh oh. Uh oh. So barmaid, bring a pitcher. Another round of brew. Oh yeah. Here it comes. Honey, why don't we get drunk and screw? And that's really yeah. it. <laughs> don't we get drunk and screw? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what we got. And then there's a little bit. There's a little bit more. There's um, like an instrumental, and then go back, going back into the chorus, and then we're done. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's it's what I will say is that in a concert, this is obviously in the big eight because it's played in a lot of the concerts. Mm -hmm. Not just a favorite. I have to reiterate yep, that. Yep. But it's it's important to a concert because they usually play this in the encore. They play this at the very end where everybody is drunk. So yes. this is Jimmy's way to help people out and be like, hey, why don't you sing this to a lovely lady that you're sitting next to? <laughs> they don't see her too much. You've had three or four giant margaritas out of those giant beakers. And uh, why don't you take a look? You know, I think that's what he's <laughs> trying to help people hey, out. I don't know what's going to happen, but hey, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I bet you there's been a lot of uh, questionable kissing. 
during Why Don't We Get Drunk and yes, Screw, which I is a agree. funny song. Like in my mind, I you know I'm 25 years old. My generation, it seems like you're doing some kissing to some heavy techno song. That's you're right. entranced. This little traipsy little song comes stumbling through <laughs> into your ears. Why don't it's so it just blatant. confuses the hell out yeah, of you? I'm sure people are making out to this. Song. Uh, Patrick, did you know that JB wrote this song under a pseudonym? No, I didn't yeah, know that. Who, who is it? Mar- Marvin Gardens, named after the original Atlantic City version of Monopoly. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but but he plays it now. He does. He wrote. He named it after Marvin Gardens. That's what he wrote it under. That's, he wrote it under Marvin Gardens. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's ridiculous. Why to me. is he doing that? I have no idea. Is, does Marvin Gardens have any other song credits? I do, mm, 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 that's a good question. I have no idea. Mm, let's type in Marvin Gardens. <laughs> Marvin Gardens song credits. Marvin. Oh yeah, he has a couple actually. Why? Uh, a lot actually. It's he's done a bunch. This is wild to me. Legendary entertainer Marvin Gardens dead at forty-two. That's not him. Oh, that's not him. Marvin Gardens lives on? Question mark. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, Marvin Garden's influence on Jimmy Buffett. Oh. Found this on goodoldbuffettnews.com. Okay, what's going on on buffettnews.com regarding this? Okay, so Marvin Garden's is credited with coming up with the lyrics for the song, Why Don't We Get Drunk? Was it just a pickup line to meet girls? Question mark. In the 70s, it was not considered appropriate to include such lyrics and songs. Jimmy has on a number of occasions explained that at the time it was considered quote-unquote devil music and that it is considered mild compared to the lyrics of some of the music that is out now. Wow. It says that Marvin's, Marvin, Marvin's, this website is filled with spelling errors. <laughs> but we love it. <laughs> but we love it. Had an influence on some songs Jimmy has written over the years. Most notably, this can be seen in the, most of the song or some of the songs from Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes, uh, da, 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 da. Is Marvin a real person? That's what's making it seem like. Well, there's this this one weird article, yeah, that he's dead at 42. I can't tell. If if you know that Marvin Gardens is a real person, let us know. Yes. Um, Because there's a quote from Buffett that said, some people don't even know how close Marvin and I used to be. I'll miss him. We were so very close. He added, it sort of became an on-running joke. Uh, Fingers used to call him my alter ego. It got so bad to some people... Uh, people even wondered if there were actually two people or just one of us, kind of like Batman and Bruce Wayne, that sort of thing. Recalling the early adventures, Buffett recounts, I'd often sign into hotels under Marv's name. Marvin could never figure out why Holiday Inn's lawyers kept sending him all those certified letters. What? (laughs) What is this? This is wild. This is a conspiracy. This is nuts. I have another quote. Okay. Apparently... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> apparently uh at a concert i believe this is at a concert someone in the crowd yelled marvin gardens lives and apparently jimmy responded marvin gardens is barely alive he's in the rock and roll retirement home down in sarasota he's got an iv bottle with gatorade in it <laughs> what is going on <laughs> what is this what's this happening is ridiculous <laughs> I don't get this story. I don't either. Okay, so, okay. Let's, I'm so confused. Let's break it down a little bit. Okay, okay, so this is written under pseudonym Marvin Gardens, who apparently Buffett used to use from time to time to, like, check in, to, like, hotels with? Yes. But for, like, what reason? I don't know. But I want to say this. I just figured out something. Okay. Uh, Marvin Gardens was born 
December 25th, 1946, which I believe is Buffett's birthday. Buffett's, yeah. Died April 1st, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> so, this might be some weird uh, April Fool's joke that we stumbled upon uh, from 1989, <laughs> almost 26 years ago, uh, that... I think that's what it is. This must have just been some sort of April Fool's joke. But what a weird April Fool's joke. This is so strange Why to is me. this funny to anyone? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't know how we stumbled into this. I don't know either. In search of Marvin Gardens, Marvin Gardens homepage, the Church of Buffett. Or, what? Oh, no, and you can't even open it. You know what we got to do? We got to do an entire episode about Marvin Gardens <laughs> yeah. now. Where is Marvin Gardens? <gasps> Wow. It's our serial style. This uh, is where nuts. Is Marvin Gardens. This is insane. There was no Marvin Gardens. There was never any Marvin Gardens. I mean, his name is Marvin Gardens. I remember that from the freaking Monopoly. There's yeah. no way he's real. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we even questioning if he's real? I have no idea. I'm going crazy. I have no idea. Mm. Okay. He's not real. We know that. Okay. That's a fact. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've come to terms with that. Okay. What a wild thing to fall into. Mr. Gardens had been in the home permanently since the 1981 stroke, which ironically occurred on the same day that his old musical partner, Buffett, released Somewhere Over China LP. Records indicate that Mr. Buffett was listening to a pro- Mr. Gardens was listening to a promotional copy of Mr. Buffett's Off to See the Lizard release when he declared, oh no, this can't be happening. He collapsed and was pronounced dead by the resident physician at the home. <laughs> so I think, what I, I think what this might be, because Off to See the Lizard is a big joke. Yes. We all know this. But... Uh, uh, this might be like this alter ego that is his own critic. <laughs> like maybe Marvin Gardens is representing the common sense of the world. Like he uses Marvin Gardens to say like, this is dumb. Marvin uh-huh, Gardens, uh-huh. this is dumb. Anyways, I think we're gonna, I think we're getting lost in the world of Marvin Gardens. He is credited on several of Mr. Buffett's albums as well as pictured on the cover of Mr. Goodman's Someone Else's Troubles LP. What is that? His early collaborations with Mr. Buffett were in New Orleans in the 1960s, while the two had a falling out over Buffett's decision to drop a controversial song Gardens had reportedly written for his Havana Daydream and LP. The two had partially reconciled, although there were no plans to reinstate Gardens in the Coral Reefers. <sighs> <laughs> this is very dense. This is very dense. And on top of that, what is this? I think I just found a an old tropical drink umbrella. Mm. It, it seemed to have just been slipped under the door. It says, stop talking about Marvin Gardens. Oh, shit. This goes deeper than you think. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Do you see this? Jesus. Looks like it was the, 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 the toothpick portion. Looks like it was yeah. poked into a strawberry. I hope that's, I hope hope that's it's, strawberry I juice. I hope it is. I really hope, <laughs> I hope so. I hope this is from a daiquiri. Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just, let's just dive back into the episode. We're going to forget all about this. Anyways, Anyways, don't worry about it. You don't know how far this goes. Okay. Okay. So, Marvin, we love you. We miss you. Oh, we my love God. you. You're the best. Uh, <laughs> that's so, insane. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad we fell into this hole. I, I am too. Um, uh, I, I want to bring up um, the, the, the controversy surrounding this song, particularly the line, why don't we get drunk and screw? Uh, you mean the... Uh, uh, the title of the song. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the song. Yeah, that one line. That one line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the entire song, basically. The entire song. Um, so it, it was the, the lyrics have changed time and time again from the 70s through the 2000s, through the mid-2000s. It has wow. been changed 
a couple of times live in concert. Okay. And I think we see a progression here of Jimmy uh, aging, <laughs> just becoming a dad and caring a little bit more. <laughs> this is his evolution. This is evolution. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so in the 70s when the song came out, Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw? Um, towards the end of the 70s, he changed it uh, sometimes to Why Don't We Get Stoned and Screw? So, okay. similar sort of thinking Rockin there. Rockin' 70s, maybe yeah. being a little progressive. There talking you go. about uh, marijuana. In the 90s, he included references to using condoms and <laughs> kidding a designated driver. <laughs> Little evolved. A little, a maybe, little evolved. Maybe let's be a little safer here. That's right. That's what he's that's right. We're seeing this man grow up through one song. That's right. That's okay. right. He, he he did mention like I just want people to be safe, and if I can include it in a humorous way, then all good. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the two thousands, okay, this is where it gets ridiculous. Okay, so keep in mind we started at why don't we get drunk and screw mm. to in the two thousands, why don't we get lunch in school? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why don't we get lunch, lunch in, in school? school? He said it's because he realized that kids were starting to come to his concerts with their parents. <laughs> I like imagining the guy that's been going to Buffett concerts that we referenced, uh-huh. who's been going for 20 years. He's look, looking to hook up during that song. Yep. And he's like, hey, baby, why don't we, we get, get lunch, lunch in, in school? school? What the hell, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy? I'm just getting my Mac on with this lady. <laughs> what are you doing to me, Jimmy? <laughs> so why don't we... Like, in thinking about that, this song... I wouldn't say most of Buffett's songs, but like a, a large portion of Buffett's songs can easily be transformed into children's songs. Absolutely. Yes. I think a huge portion of those. Yes, I can totally imagine Jimmy Buffett in some alternate universe mm-hmm. singing this song to like a school cafeteria. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just singing along. It's it's. Yeah, it's an assembly, and everyone's having a great time. It's 10 a.m., and this song is appropriate for that time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That is so insane. Why don't we get lunch in school? Yeah, why don't we get lunch That's in school? That's crazy. I also read, too, that this is uh, this is like definitely the eighth of the Big Eight. Yes. But it was gone for a long time. The Big Eight is fluid. The Big Eight moves. It changes. In five years, we might be talking about a different Big Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is currently in a Big Eight because he's been playing it a lot. But in the 90s, he actually didn't play this for a while. Yes, that's correct. And then he came back into it. It was this little sneaky one. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 a lot of people just said it didn't... I mean, it's it's kind of crass, you know, and mm-hmm. people just weren't responding well to it. No, and it's also... It, he usually plays it in some sort of medley as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much to talk here in terms of lyrics, but we can dive into it a little bit. Yeah, uh, we can talk J- about Jimmy it a little. did mention, so this was meant to be a parody of the songs that would allude to uh, getting together with women, right? Right, correct. He said he wrote this and wanted to leave nothing to the imagination. So we're not talking about any metaphors here. No. This is a straight up matter of fact song. This is, yeah, this is a, like a, a, a wasted businessman at a Denny's at three in the morning yes. trying to pick, pick up a prostitute. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I really do appreciate the fact you're sitting here. Your voice sounds so wonderful, but your face don't look so clear. This guy's a little buzzed. This guy's a little buzzed. Are you kidding me? He's blurry faced. <laughs> He's blurry. He's, He's very got blurry buzzed. faced. Uh, so barmaid bring a pitcher, another round of brew. Honey, why don't we get drunk and screw? Again, straight up. Straight up. Yeah, He's yeah. getting right to He's the blatant. point. At least it's not sad. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's not, it's sad. not subtly not sad. yet. <laughs> why don't we get drunk and screw? I just bought a waterbed. It's filled up for me and you. They say you are a snuff queen. Honey, I don't think that's true. So why don't we get drunk 
and screw. How romantic, a waterbed. Yeah, a snuff queen. A snuff queen. I looked that up. On Urban okay. Dictionary, it cites this song. Does <laughs> it? Yeah, and uh, basically says it's a term that Jimmy Buffett came up with for prostitutes. Really? Mm-hmm. yep. He just made up snuff queen. Apparently, at least that's what Urban Dictionary says. That's well, I just think I'm proud of Jimmy Buffett for being on Urban Dictionary, which I, I consider kind of a hip website. Yes, absolutely. Twelve year olds are looking at that's that. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Uh and that and then we go into the instrumental, which is just more sort of country, your sort of twang, your acoustic guitar, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then dive back into the chorus again and we're done. Again, I, I you you mentioned it yourself. This is a song that gets played. Towards the end of concerts, when people like things are kind of winded down, people themselves are getting a little blurry in the face. Exactly. But I will say, I found there's other lyrics that are different. Um, there's one. There's another one I found that was like it's filled up with Elmer's glue. Like he's also what? used that. I think it's why don't we eat lunch and why don't we? Why don't we eat, we eat lunch in school? Eat lunch in school lyrics. I think there's a point where he says, "Let me see what this is." Do you think that Jimmy has some remorse about this song? That he he created like he he said before that they did this as a joke in the recording sessions and weren't going to leave it in, but eventually it just made its way into the album. Really? Yeah. I think he's okay with it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I he's still doing it, right? Sure, he's he still doing it. it. But I think maybe he's like, oh yeah, this was one of my younger days, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing when you have a career for forty years, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And you have this thing that maybe you thought was funny in the third in your thirties. People now change. Seventies, things are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But yeah, speaking of difference, there are a couple songs that we thought would be a different addition, a better addition to the uh, Big Eight. That's right. We wanted to round out this this Big Eight series yeah. with uh, with two picks. I think both you and I. Uh, agree would be a better fit in place of why don't we get drunk. Exactly. And I think they both have fundamental problems with being in the big eight. Yes. uh, Because it's mostly uh, the play that he's, Jimmy's not necessarily playing these songs a lot at the concerts, And that's obviously what it's indicative of. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But I guess he's been playing both of these a lot more in recent times. So I have a feeling they'll come back into the Big 8. Or maybe it'll be the Big 10. We'll see what happens. Sure, sure. There's still time for things to change. It's evolving. The crazy thing is these are the same songs that have been played for 40 years, but this list is continually evolving. Yes. So there must be, he must be drawn to certain songs that he loves. Or the audience is, he can tell what the audience responds to better than other songs. I think so. I think so. Um, The the, the first one that we want to hit on is Son of a Son of a Sailor, which one of my personal favorites. Ugh, I love Son of a Son of a Sailor. It's a beautiful song. It's so, it's, I would say it's maybe Jimmy's prettiest song. I would say so. I agree. I agree. Uh, the date, 1978, off of the album, Son of a Son of a Sailor, which I've mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. My favorite album cover of all time. It's a great one. <laughs> Jimmy the, is that captain? Yep. Yep. Ugh. Just the cheesiest smile in the world. So cheesy. It's terrific. And also, I do want to say this was uh, number 10. Oh, the album was number 10 on the Billboard 200 album chart and number six on the Billboard Top Country albums chart. That's oh, really the best he did on something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the The song itself, and this is something I think we mentioned off mic, I was very surprised to learn was not a single. It wasn't a single. No, it was not it a single. It never came out, never played on the radio. Nope, wow. not, not that I know of anyways, wow. uh, which seems surprising to me, especially naming the album... Son yeah. of a Son of a Sailor. Yeah, yeah. So very strange. Very strange. But uh, it deserved I, a day. I think it's 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 up there with like a nice contemplative, like a Jim Croce song. Sure, absolutely. This yeah. is a perfect companion, in my opinion, to Come Monday. Yeah, exactly. And to me, it feels a little magical. 
Yeah, yeah. Can we, can we get a little tunes? Absolutely, right? absolutely. Maybe a little Nadir Shakur. This is also on uh, the Songs You Know by Heart album. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the hits. Oh, yeah. There it is. It's just like this. Yeah. You hear that, like, ding, ding yeah, in the yeah, back? Yeah, yeah the oh, bell. The boat. It's a boat. It's a boat, baby. As the son of a son of a sailor, I went out on the sea for adventure. Expanding the view of the captain and crew like a man just released from indenture. As a dreamer of dreams and a traveling man, I have chalked up many a mile. Read dozens of books about heroes and crooks, and I learned much. Both of their styles. Ah, Ooh. son of a son, son of a son, son of a son of a sailor, son of a gun, load the last ton, one step ahead of the jailer. Such a good song. Oh, it's so it good. just makes you feel good. Exactly, and I want to also mention something. I am just realizing we obviously sing along to all the songs because we're parrot heads. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you have a problem with uh, us singing off-key to certain Buffett songs, then don't go to a Buffett concert. Because <laughs> yes, everybody is doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows how to sing. Much Buffett. worse than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Buffett's barely singing at this point. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just nice. It's just nice. And then Nadira Shakur, this is her big solo in this song. Yes, in although, the concerts. although this song written in 1978, Nadira Shakur, who is just amazing in and of herself, did not join the Core Reefer Band until 1995. Really? Really? Yes, I feel like she's been on this song forever. That's what I think too. I don't. I don't know who is singing it in the song. I don't know if they re-recorded it with her. I don't know if it's somebody else. But regardless, in the concert, this is one of the highlights. Hearing her sing, accompanying to Buffett on "Son of oh, Son of Sailor." It's amazing. Yeah. I guess it wasn't a concert staple until the 2005 Salty Piece of Land tour, which so it's sounds. Behind. Yeah. Which I mean, I I feel like I've been. I heard the song in concert sooner than that yeah 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 but i mean i i'm not sure i mean i i think this is a personal favorite of my dad's Mm -hmm. and maybe that's where i heard it from like in my mind thinking of like buffett's like kind of slower songs yeah this comes to mind more than come monday i think me too this is the song that like really connects to me is like looking around the concert realizing everyone's kind of floating around Mm -hmm. you kind of feel like you're in this actual ocean of people that also feel like this and uh it's just so nice. It's like this real beautiful reflective moment. It's a very lovely song. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, it was written about Jimmy's grandfather, James Delaney Buffett, really? who was apparently a huge influence in his life. He uh, he was born in Canada. He lived in Nova Scotia for a while, and eventually settled down in Alabama. Um, and I, I I think he he was a sailor, and he was just a really big influence on him, and he wanted to write a song about his grandfather. How nice yeah. is that? That's amazing. He's in, but it's also about him because he's the son of a son of a sailor. That's right. Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, I think it's great. I I, I think this is like uh, uh, definitely up there in the top five for me because it's like yeah. really nice. It's just very nice. That's yeah. All. Um, also, this song uh, was performed on SNL. Was it? It was. <laughs> no way. It was. And when? In like 79? Richard Dreyfus was the host. Let me what? see if I can find. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I, well quick reference. We, we can tell that uh, based on, look. Oh, season three, episode 19. Season three. 
Oh, man. Yeah, Richard Dreyfuss. He's in, at May 13th, 1978, he came on to sing his brand new song, Son of a Son of a Sailor. But why was he singing that song? on? This must have been the second song on the, of the night or something. It was. Because this it, wasn't a single. No, it wasn't. Um, and apparently his, I can't find a video. I really wish I could. Uh, but apparently his, his leg was broken at the time from a motorcycle accident. What? So he's just playing the guitar and his leg is propped up on a boat on stage. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, this sounds like the the gold mine of of Jimmy Buffett performances. I know. I, I love really to want to find it. Richard Dreyfuss, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Can you? Oh my gosh. Wow. But yeah, son of a son of a sailor. I don't know what the 1977. What do you think he played? In 1977? Yeah. I, it shocks me that, I mean, the structure of, of SNL was different back then, too. But I, I, I'm shocked that he would even sing Son of a Son of a Sailor. I would say he'd sing, uh, I mean, I'm sure he did Margaritaville, and then I'm sure he did yeah. Son of a Son of a Sailor. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the two. He wouldn't have done Cheeseburger yet. No, I don't think he, so. He wouldn't have done Come Monday because it doesn't. He they didn't really have on country singers. No, not really, not yeah. really. And and why would he go slow to slow? Weird. Yeah, very weird. So son of a son of a sailors. Yeah. So yeah, this was on SNL. That's wild. Which is wild. Which is nuts. Which who's singing there now? You know, uh, yeah, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Uh, who, uh, a, a tribe called Quest tribe is called coming Quest up. Is coming on. Uh-huh. I mean, this is the zenith of hip. Yes. Saturday Night Live. But it has been for 40 years. It's a testament of uh, what's popular in the country. And Son of a Son of a Sailor was on there. Can you believe it? And it's yeah. not in the Big Eight. No. Open your eyes, America. Crazy. Get it in the Big Eight. So as far as Patrick and I are concerned, Son of a Son of a Sailor deserves a spot. It deserves a spot. And I think it'll get in there. I think so. I think so. I think it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he's only been doing this for 10 years, as opposed to like Margarita Bill, which he's saying literally every year for 40 years. Yes. It's a baby. It's a baby in the Big Eight. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. it'll get there. I think Absolutely. it'll get there. Babies are allowed in the Big Eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Babies are in. <laughs> babies are allowed everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I think we me. can all agree that babies are allowed most places. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But a, a great song, a very nostalgic song, I would say. Absolutely. At, at least for me, makes me think of my dad and listening to Jimmy Buffett for the first time yeah. and just growing up with all this stuff. It's a really it's wonderful so sweet. song. sweet. It's a genuine sweet song. Very sweet and song. And uh, speaking of genuine sweet songs, our other one contestant for uh, it's a spot in the Big Eight or the Big Ten, if we can change that, mm-hmm. uh, is of course One Particular Harbor. Such a fun song. Such a good song. And I, I have to be honest, I didn't think too much about this song and I listened to it again and I forgot how much I loved it. Oh my gosh. This song is the one-stop shop for like, I feel like it's the definition of a Buffett song. There's this nice chant mm-hmm. and then there's this kind of sweet thing in the middle and there's this like dirty, and then I think about the bad times <laughs> down in the Caribbean sunshine. It's like really like crazy, like goofy. <laughs> like, it gets dirty, it's sweet, it's fun. It's, it's got all everything the in there. It's great, it's great. It's a wonderful song uh, yeah. released in 1983. Wow, the, so this is, might be the latest one. The that, latest that's, one that's in, our, in our Big A, Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, off of the album One Particular Harbor, uh, it hit the Billboard Adult Contemporary Charts number 22. 22? 22. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, also on this album is his cover of Van Morrison's Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, wow. So he did do a, he did a cover He did a studio it. version. He did yep. a studio version. Yep. That's a really big hit. People... Have we've talked about this in the past? People have said that that should be in the big eight, but we don't know if covers should be in the big eight. Exactly, so exactly. We don't know that. Definitely a highlight of the show. The the brown eyed girl. 
Brown and Girl is a lot of fun. Um, the 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 lyrics to one particular harbor, uh, Tahitian is the first two lines. Yes. It's all in Tahitian. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one of the first songs that I'd heard uh, when I came back to my Buffett. Uh, oh, is that right? When you moved fanship. back to LA? Yeah, yeah. And it was this thing. I was like, oh, this chant? What is this song? It's so strange. It's I, like, and I'm, it goes all over the place. I'm going to play a little bit of the intro, and okay. then I'm going to give the translation for the Tahitian. Great. Ooh, that sounds so nice. It's nice. It's like a Paul Simon beat. Yep. Oh, yeah. There it is. What is that, electric guitar, keyboard? What is it? I have, it's like a synth. There's like a synth, <laughs> a synth. in there. <laughs> Something magical. Oh, it's a flange. It's a flange. Oh, it's a, it? like It sounds like, like Van Halen, the wow, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Okay. All right. So let me let me learn y'all some Tahitian. Okay. All right. Listen up. So the first two lines, I'm not going to try and repeat it. (laughs) Okay. But it translates to "Nature lives. Have pity for the earth." Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very deep. Very very deep. (laughs) That might be the deepest thing he said in a song. You're right. And nobody even knows what it means. Um. Then the second line. Bounty of the land is exhausted, but there's still abundance on the sea. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that wild or That's what? That's so wild, specifically because it's like the deepest message I've heard him say. And uh, it is specifically the one kind of group of lyrics that uh, every Buffett fan just kind of mumbles out because they don't know what it actually is. <laughs> Everybody's drunk, spilling their beer yeah. during this. Trying ah, to eat. They like say what they think it sounds like. And it's actually this like, don't ruin the it's earth. It's about conservation for the earth. <laughs> We're ruining the earth. Don't ruin the earth. Jesus. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, amazing. Amazing. Uh, and he, he wrote this song on a hotel balcony while visiting islands. Really? He was just traveling. On a hotel balcony, just looking at the ocean. There's a line about children playing in the sand. I think that's uh, that's in the lyrics as well. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think this encompasses a lot of Buffett stuff. I really want to find the chant because I think it's one of my favorite parts of the oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see if we can find it. And that's it. true. Yeah, that's a big part of this song too. Why it's so good in concerts is because of that chant. Yes. And he's been singing it. The concerts I've seen him, he's done this. I agree. I, th- I think yeah, most of the ones I've seen, he's done it. It's getting close. Is it? Uh, come on, Jimmy. Nope, not yet. Nope, not yet. Let's, let's, let's skip ahead. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's coming up. Here we go. <laughs> Oh my god, where did all these people come from? Oh, it's a party in here, baby. Ryan, there were like 40 women dressed in tropical gear in your room. Did you invite them? I didn't invite no, them. No, I didn't bring them. Oh my god. How'd they show up? 
They're all doing limbo. Well, <laughs> they started a bonfire. How fun! Mahi mahi, yes please. Wow. Oh yeah, I'll do mahi mahi slider. Wow! Listen to this. I think it's clear they did not find the chant yet. No, no that wasn't that the chant. <laughs> that was a great part. It was so much fun. I like that part. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna find this thing. Come on. Ah, okay. Here we go. Here, here we go. All right. Brace yourselves. Good times down in the Caribbean sunshine. The fun we had. Oh man. Uh, it's it's just wild. It's just dirty and it's wild. It's so much fun. And this also at the concerts, when they hit that chant, the lights come on in the crowd uh, and everybody shouts, Oh god. This is also the clearest, almost one of the clearest uh song structures he has. Which yes. has uh, a very common thing in in more modern songs, but that break in the middle, yep. where it's there's no songs and everyone's just chanting that, yep, yep. whatever that is. Uh, but it's yeah, and everyone and that's when you're like, oh yeah, we're all in it together. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I love it. Absolutely, should be in the big eight, no question. It's got to be in there, and I believe it is. You know, I in I, my heart, it's it's in the big eight in my heart. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I think it's newish. I, did you find any reason as to why it's not in there yet? No, I didn't. I mean, aside from the fact, like, I I don't know if being in 1983 is knocking it in some way. Uh, it's also not on the songs you know by heart, right? Which was released in 1985. Although maybe this didn't one particular harbor didn't see its it's heyday, or maybe it hasn't seen its heyday yet. Mm-hmm. It is such a fun song, though. I don't know why it wasn't included in Songs You Knew By Heart or in the Big Eight. Right. It, I think it'll get up there. I'm looking at the track listing for the one particular Harbor album as well right now. And it, I mean, it's like none of these songs are very popular at all. And yes. a lot of these songs I haven't even heard, which we'll have to get into in more obscure stuff. This but. this song reminds me a lot of the song from Havana Daydreaming, Captain and the Kid. Oh, yes. Yeah, reminds yeah, yeah. me a lot. Just like the melody, the structure. Very similar. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a great song, and I think anyone enjoys it. Yeah. I think you put it on, you, you, uh, you put your judgment at the door, you'll enjoy it. This is a song that I can easily see myself like, jumping around to at a concert yeah for yeah. sure mm-hmm. it's a great time uh and i'm happy that it exists jimmy so thank you for making yes, it yes thank you so much jimmy <laughs> we're very appreciative just i mean come on how is this this song has it all this song is an all-you-can-eat buffet of jimmy buffett staples it's in an, one particular harbor is the freaking soup section i mean come on <laughs> or not one particular harbor changes in latitude changes in attitudes that's right. is the freaking soup shit that's right section. that's right that's right uh, i want to say that again okay one particular harbor <laughs> has everything you can want it's an all-you-can-eat buffet of buffett songs changes in latitude changes in attitudes is the soup section that's what i mean by that i'm saying it so you know it well done thank you well that's done. how i feel it's garbage <laughs> Song's not garbage. I think it's a necessary. It's a necessary tool. It gets I, the job done. We don't have to done. talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets the job done. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this has been the 
the the the Big Eight series. This is the Big Eight series. This is the Big Eight series. We will be back next week with more Buffalo. We got more stuff coming up for you. Oh my gosh! A Christmas episode. Oh covering boy! The two Christmas albums. Two Christmas albums, including it just came out. Tis the Sea Sun. I cannot wait to oh. talk to you about the specific song. 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> this is so Parrot Head Edition. Ridiculous. It's pretty wild. We're going to have a blast yeah. covering a lot more stuff coming up. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Thank you for sitting through all of these with us. The first eight mm-hmm. and the intro as well. The, the intro, nine. Sorry, the nine. The first nine on the big eight. Yes. <laughs> uh, we are so happy to be here and we can't wait to be talking about more things. But if you have thoughts, ideas, things you want us to talk about, opinions you have, you like us to state. Corrections you have for us. I'm Please, sure there's I'm, plenty. There's got to be. We've never claimed that we're experts. We're absolute fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, a dissenting opinions, we'd love those too. Let us know. Reach out to us. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, send us a parrot, whatever you need. <laughs> and until next time, I am Ryan Middledorf. I am Patrick. And uh, you know what? Have yourself a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. You need it. Come on. And oh, also, uh, save the earth. The earth is dying. That's right. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, save the earth. Please save the earth. Which you wouldn't know if he didn't speak to Hisham. That's right. That's right. Let's hear it again. All right. Is that your blood pressure? Yeah, there it goes. Ooh, baby. Boy, I am not getting out of this lounge chair. No, you are not. I'm you have not. you've actually handcuffed yourself to the thing. Here I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 in, I'm in it to win it. Where are those girls? Bring them back. <laughs> What's a creative podcast network?